0: a true champion oh! 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 Mia!
1: ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the wrestle blood podcast it's time for the state wrestling address it's a little bit late but it is just in time for the holiday season we're going to review holiday bash by aw dynamite we're going to have a look at the pitiful offering of news and then we're probably going to spend about an hour fucking around because honestly that's going to take half an hour max ladies and gentlemen i'm of course the egyptian Death machine the videographer referee wrestler uh mc uh commentator and now apparently a promotion owner hooray (laughs) all this in professional wrestling joining me to discuss the wrestling news and also to just generally annoy the shit out of you for the next hour and a half and hopefully distract you from the terrible season that is christmas is the man who puts the wood in bollywood tan veer hi thanks for coming pal (laughs) and thank you for having me and the man that can be found on many the side of a milk carton in Ontario. He is, of course, the man who drowns in Pussy Lake. The Duke of Diabetes, the maple leaf magician, the man with more insulin and more promo skills than Kenny Omega could ever wish to have in his life. And he cleans up a damn site better than that. gimp. He is, of course, file the Canadian Frosher Wilkinson.
2: I'm just going to stop reminding people that geographically, Pussy Lake is very far away from me. And just admit that I drown in it every day. Not uh, far
1: enough. <clears throat> I bet your D D character does. From Pussy Lake.
2: <laughs> I like if that. I ever became a wrestler, that would be where I build
3: myself.
1: From so, Pussy Lake. You know, if Cam yeah. was here, the first thing he'd say is, "Yo, Kyle, do you do you celebrate Christmas? Because Canadians are like Muslims. Because uh. <laughs> <clears throat> he's dumb as fuck.
2: <clears throat> Damn kids in their glass candy." Hear about
1: it? your Christmases and your holidays in your tree uh... right? <laughs> Wrestling news. Yeah. Uh, there ain't much, if I'm being honest. Um, how about a shout out to our wonderful friend, the great O'Conn, who Yay. is the Red pro British heavyweight championship? How about that?
3: Legend, the king. My. That's king.
1: literally all I got. <laughs> great yeah. O'Conn is the Red pro heavyweight champion. Congratulations. He, yes uh, obviously. Um, Ricky Knight <gasps> Junior. Uh, the last. Oh. Couldn't defend his title so he was replaced by the legends that is his brother or his dad or his uncle or something um zach zodiac yeah. and he faced great okan and great okan captured the revolution pro wrestling british heavyweight championship i have a piece of news that i feel i should speak about because i've just seen it oh, is it indian based then
3: yeah it is, is uh, it? The, w- the wwe india show for january has unfortunately been postponed there was gonna oh. be an Indian show in uh Jan.
1: Any particular that... reason why? Uh,
3: I'm trying to read. Uh let's see. <laughs> we could be a while. Sounds very much sounds it, very much like heavier. Go on. There's two, okay. uh um, so Sony what the fuck?
1: Fuckin', and this is why oh. I am the host. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's... <laughs> he gives it all this about who he wants on the podcast. <laughs> he interrupts every five fucking minutes, because I don't want it. him. It's, it's just the it. a- it's The audacity. I know, he even into in- even interrupted me when I was talking about how he interrupts me. <laughs>
3: I'm sorry,
1: it's a riot. Come on in, Tanvir, get to it.
3: <laughs> it's um, there's
1: no specific
3: reason they just said that it's postponed. I think just because storyline wise, all right, shortage
1: tough. of curry, moving on. Um, it's a joke, by the way. Uh, yeah, no, that's I mean, that is a shame actually because WWE's potential in India could be massive, but. I mean, the fact that it's postponed doesn't really bode well for their commercial success over there. I mean, you would think that regardless of how on short notice they put on a show, that they would get massive amounts of interest. So that speaks volumes really, doesn't it? Well,
2: um, they should but- have taken the title off gender. Then, oh, I, I found the reason.
1: It's because... Um, Fucking some top journalistic behavior here, isn't it?
3: Sorry, the get team- on with it. The the TV partner called Sodi6 is currently doing a merger with another uh, company in India. So they're going to wait till the merger's completed and then they're going to do the show. So it's expected to now be in April, the India show.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. One week after Sasha Banks reportedly was planning an appearance at Wrestle Kingdom 17, AEW returns to Los Angeles for AEW Dynamite on January the 11th with an open spot for a possible surprise return or debut. After defeating Britt Baker at full gear last month, Soraya now pivots to tag team action. She must recruit a partner to do battle by her side as they take on Baker and current AEW Women's World Champion Jamie Hater. While the identity of Soraya's partner remains a mystery at this time, speculation has pinpointed Banks as an option as Soraya and Banks have a memorable history together from their time in WWE. Dave Meltzer believes they'd push the Los Angeles match more each week before finally unveiling the true identity of Soraya's partner. That is, of course, if Banks is indeed booked. Sasha Banks in AW, yeah or no? No. No, because
3: they have a booking issue.
1: Just a just a small one. Um, yeah, we're about to talk about Dynamite because it was, well, frankly, shit uh, in my opinion. Uh, no absolutely not Sasha Banks yeah it's good for initial business I can understand what so apparently a lot of reports have come out and WWE suggested basically Sasha Banks in negotiations with WWE wanted money similar to Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair and their argument to this was we don't see you being a top star in five years time and being on top and being a mainstream-level talent on the Mm -hmm. same level as them. Therefore, we're not going to offer you the same amount of money. So Sasha Banks said, she said, all right, fuck you, I'm going to test the waters and see what else is out there. Mm -hmm. Um, First, I mean, do we we agree with WWE's assessment there that she's not as big a deal as Charlotte Flair or Becky Lynch?
2: Because they haven't built her up the same way.
3: That's the reason. They haven't built her up the same way. She's got the offers because, I mean, she was in The Mandalorian Season 2 and she's been doing other outside projects. But I think on TV she wasn't built the same way that a Charlotte Flair or Becky Lynch was. Well,
2: think about it; like there was that stereotype that every time Sasha won a title, she'd lose it in her first event. But it happened yeah. three or four times in a row.
3: Yeah.
1: I mean, like, devil's advocate, how, she does tend to miss a lot of TV time, whether it be through mental health or injury. Not saying that you know that's her fault, mm-hmm. but those are things that, if you're looking at it from a business aspect, you might be sitting there again hmm that being but then i i know exactly what people say to that argument well becky lynch had a year out because she was pregnant seems a little bit different from getting an injury oh yeah um, yeah although it's a agree. lifestyle Trace choice definitely a mental injury at least but it's that thing of i hate children <laughs> get over it. um it's one of those things where you know you you can play mental gymnastics with it i just think that sasha banks is suited better to wwe because it's a more sports entertainment based product if she was a top quality indie rific wrestler with the same charisma that she already has, then I would probably say, well, yeah, absolutely. But you know, this is the other thing as well. How much do we trust AEW to book Sasha Banks properly? They have a history, a proven record of not pushing women the correct way. And people will say, yeah, well this week on Dynamite, they had a women's main event. Yeah. They have one a year. Good for Um, them.
3: Can I give the perfect example of why like Sasha Banks wouldn't work in AEW?
1: Why are look you at, asking for permission? Oh,
3: sorry. It's it's like look at Ruby Riot. What what has she done?
1: Well, I mean it's she got her what... nose broken by Taynara Conti, had they now. Yeah.
2: Uh, the... she got almost got her neck broken at the same time, if I remember correctly. I don't watch mm. uh fuck why wrestling, so I'm not sure, but
3: Yeah, they haven't done any <laughs> That's, fuck boy
1: <laughs> that's Cam's boy wrestling. We can rename WrestlePlug Pro to uh fuck boy wrestling and just Cam go was all the first champ? It would just be well, Cameron would be the only champ. <laughs> we, we wouldn't be allowed to have anyone else. Cruz would be his backup. Cruz would be his butler at best, though, wouldn't he? Like he's not a main event talent. Look at him, he's a gimp. Would yeah. w- would Victor Logan be his cuck? Yes. Yeah, either that or he'd wear a skirt and end up being mummy. Um <laughs> <laughs> you know. Have you seen, by the way, his chest hair that he shaved? He shaved uh, a Christmas tree into his chest. I haven't oh seen that. God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Carl Wilkinson's reaction. I don't like fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That is phenomenal. That's why we have Carl Wilkinson on here because he makes me look jolly. Um, yeah, that is <laughs> it's. it's- not that far from the truth no I, I i mean for me sasha banks works better in wwe if she goes to the aw and they make her a big star and she wins the championship and she holds it for a year or whatever cool prove me wrong but until i see them actually do that with anyone who's capable and they do have some incredibly capable women's uh talents on their roster well i beg to differ yeah. i absolutely beg to differ um right what else have we got here oh apparently um CM Punk hasn't appeared on AEW TV since the All Out Fallout, as we all know, although his okay. fuckboy opponents certainly have. Uh, Dax Harwood of FTR, who's in a short-lived faction with Punk known as CM FTR, <laughs> okay, uh, recently posted a couple of photos with him, suggesting that their friendship is still strong. Harwood isn't the only star who wants to see Punk back in AEW, though, as Dan Housen responded with a gif that said yes when a Twitter user asked if he misses him apparently more and more talents are starting to kind of come to the forefront in AEW and saying, yo, CM Punk was really good to us. And we enjoyed having him around. Uh, is there any, you know, I mean, obviously it's a stretch, but do we think that CM Punk could potentially still be coming back to AEW at some point, or is he officially done? Or is it just one big fat work? I mean, TK
2: probably whack himself rather get CM Punk back in there. He's such a fucker. I don't
1: think he would because he's very, very much obsessed with Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks to the point where CM Punk has disappeared from television and the company entirely whereas Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks have been rewarded by coming back and being in a highly prominent rivalry with Death Triangle for the Trios titles, uh, which we're going to discuss in a minute. I cannot wait to upset all the fucking heavy AEW marks over that match. Yes.
3: Yeah.
1: All right, thanks for coming, thanks for commenting. Well, I mean... <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> uh, that's it, all just to be here. <laughs> Wake up, Tanvir. It's fucking... <laughs> it is. This is the earliest we've ever recorded the State Wrestling Address in Tanvir. Yeah. Uh,
2: it, it's it's hard for me to honestly have a piece, cause I don't watch this shit. I just know what I remember about Tony Khan being a little dickhead. I, I don't care to see Punk. Was it cool to see him come back to wrestling in general? Sure. I remember being a year and a half ago, whatever it was. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool, I guess. And then AEW didn't get any better for his time there. I don't think
3: it hasn't. I, I just feel that AEW's just kind of it. It's very. It's it's hard to say because Punk didn't really add anything. To be honest, he didn't add too much. And so is it then comes to this thing of is it more hassle to keep him on and bring him back than
1: than it is to just let him be yeah Yeah, i mean there's not much else i want to say at this point it's been it's been done to death hasn't it? it's it been spoken about to death as well and at this point i just don't give a shit i'm not enjoying AEW's television for the most part i don't really i, I don't understand why anyone if this is all legitimate and this did, you know, there was a legitimate fight and this isn't some weird fucking backward storyline angle or whatever. I don't see how anyone with a brain would align themselves with Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. They, I, I yeah. really don't, judging from what we have, you know there i'd I'd love somebody to message me and have a serious debate about it without just slinging abuse in my inbox that's a totally different story luckily for us adam wessex isn't here otherwise the next hour of the podcast would be taken up with trying to explain how aw's women's division is better than wwe's and then me laughing hysterically in his face because he's an idiot um Matt Riddle, reportedly written off of WWE TV, as we've seen, uh, so that he could attend rehab after failing tr- two drug tests. This has raised questions about WWE's substance abuse and drug testing policy, which was established in 2006. Despite the policy having a free strikes-in-your-out system, which hands out 30 and 60-day suspensions for the first two and termination for the third, there have been no indications that Riddle was ever suspended. WWE says that his storyline injury will keep him out for less than 60 days. Bodyslam.net's original report never mentioned a suspension and WWE never announced one, despite section 15A of the policy saying that's how it works. When he tested positive for what he tested positive for hasn't been reported either, though it can't be cannabis as the company has relaxed its rules on marijuana use, which is good. Hey news <laughs> very, very good news indeed. And obviously, that's something that Carl Wilkinson would approve of because he has a whopping great <laughs> jar of weed at his disposal at all times probably I think he's
2: better with a bag of weed
1: yeah probably why he's never on this fucking podcast because he's blitzed out of his mind uh, in response to an assumption that riddle had two strikes as the system was understood wrestling observer newsletter editor dave Meltzer posted on his subscribers only message board oh god that must be a cesspool of virginity uh they've changed that rule he wrote it's because a couple of key people have had two suspensions or in a wrestling war plus somebody with two could intentionally fail a test to get out of their contract. That's the line that interests me. Tanvir, if you were in WWE and you had two suspensions on tap for drug abuse, would you deliberately have a third to get out of your contract?
3: Ooh, I mean, weed is
1: weed. Uh, Yeah, but weed isn't (coughs) something that would get you a strike. So you'd have to do something hard, like meth. Oh Jesus! Um, you're from Southall, right? Which is highly regarded as the heroin capital of London. Um, <laughs> would you uh, uh, would you shoot yourself in between oh. your toes with the explicit Jeez. intention of getting fired from no. Plug Pro
3: <laughs> after? No, I, th- I think what put me off meth was after seeing Breaking Bad what it it done to Jane. Um, uh, so I w- wouldn't do it to deliberately get out of a job. But.
1: Can I uh, can I ask you to please talk about the rumours that are swirling at the moment that apparently you have been abusing masala? <laughs> I've been told I have it on good authority due to our games nights and other yeah, masala highly, chai, <laughs> highly suspicious forms of journalism that you apparently huff masala in your spare time. People
3: don't know about uh, chaiwala. You go to chaiwala, you get yourself masala chai. That's what it is. You, you get yourself a cup
1: of masala chai. I have no idea what's going on here. Carl Wilkinson looks offended by the whole premise.
3: I I just I.
2: I mean, I can't imagine wanting to. Oh, I can't. I can't think of a job so bad that I would do some stupid hard drug once again. Even, me even out your there. current job. No. No. I what wouldn't...
1: about
3: being a horrible dungeon master to a bunch of?
2: Um... Well, if you're if you're a bad DM, you need to kill yourself.
1: get get good or die. They They roll with dictatorship, though, don't they? I
3: I mean,
2: a DM's word is law. Like, they're literally playing God. I think all DMs have a God complex, to some extent. Myself Uh, included.
3: uh, Kyle, does your D&D character get more action than you? No, one of them's a cleric.
2: Uh, One of them is a wizard so bucks are we smart, implying no that him.
1: religious individuals don't get action is that what we're saying because the catholic <laughs> church would severely disagree with it first.
3: it depends on the action yeah. you're looking for
1: yeah, yeah that's probably 10 years old, if we're being yeah. honest have but, you um, seen
3: have, have you seen the film spotlight that's a good film
1: <laughs> i have not no uh, it, it,
3: it's, it's about the catholic church and
1: yeah <laughs> you can definitely tell we're struggling for news here it's about the catholic church and what what else is what else is it is it all about you know the refreshingly honest take of the Catholic Church and there
3: It's based on a true story and it's about like all the churches in America that kind of got outed for, for being pedophiles. It's got so, Michael it's got Michael Keaton and Mark Ruffalo. It's a really good film. It's on Netflix now. Really good film. I think you got the I think it got the Oscar for best picture. I, I might have been.
1: It's the season. Um, <laughs> you could watch Christmas movies or you could watch The Catholic Church Ram raiding their way for every quiet boy in the house. Um yeah, no. I'm all right. I think, I'm, I'm, I'm depressed enough and so I don't <laughs> uh, yeah um, other news there's not really a great deal if I'm being honest, other than the fact that I actually bothered to watch AEW Dynamite this uh. week, I get a lot of people saying to me I always review Raw and Smackdown we never review Dynamite, why do I hate AEW? So, much? so I thought I'll watch it and if it's any good I'll review it and the fact there's no review out would suggest that I did not enjoy it so Tanvir, have you seen AEW Dynamite? Because I know for a fact the Carl has not.
3: I uh, I read I read up about it and um, yeah, th- and I saw some clips. I um, to to give one thing away, the only highlight was the whole swerve
1: stuff. That With was the, not a highlight. I no, mean, Rick,
3: Rick Rick Ross saying to Keith Lee, but that's the only finger note I can say to be honest.
1: Right. So. I which proves AEW how dynamite. shit it, it was basically what this is is for adam wessex to essentially have a giant <clears> fucking <throat> prolapse as he listens to me now review aw dynamite now aw dynamite when i watched it opened up very nicely it started off with ricky starks in the ring who is a mega star uh could be the next big thing cut a great promo talked about how he lost to mjf but if he ever gets another chance he will be the next aw world champion talked about you know what if I have to cut my way through the roster to get another opportunity line him up and I'll knock him out guess who interrupted him Carl Wilkinson uh was it was it MJF no it was Chris Jericho oh did <laughs> I care even less go on Yeah, Chris Jericho with some guy I've never seen and Sammy Guevara uh who was severely underdressed uh Chris Jericho comes out and says you know what Ricky Starks I'm impressed by what I've seen of you you should join the Jericho Appreciation Society at which point Ricky Starks tell him to- Tells him to suck his dick, <laughs> which I very much appreciated and also called them a load of jazz holes, which I also appreciated. Um, arguably the best promo of what was essentially 17 different promo segments on this two-hour wrestling show. So Ricky Starks will be embroiled in a rivalry with Chris Jericho for the next few weeks. What do we think about that, gentlemen?
3: I don't care. We energy, boys. Come on! It's it's gonna be it's gonna be another one of the Jericho feuds where it's gonna go on way too fucking long and nobody's gonna benefit from it. That's all it's what, gonna be.
1: What do we think about this conspiracy theory that Chris Jericho has been deliberately attaching himself to all of the big young stars and essentially destroying whatever he can of their rub because he wants to remain as the most relevant heel in the company?
3: That's what it comes across as. It may not be from his perspective, but as a viewer, that's what it comes across as. across as of that. Oh, I need Daniel Garcia. Oh, I need Sammy Guevara. Oh, I need Anna Jay so that I can stay relevant.
2: I mean, we all need Anna Jay to stay relevant. She is an incredibly attractive mm-hmm. lady. But I I don't necessarily think that's true. I think... I mean, I don't watch it enough, so I don't know if I can... <laughs> now, if I don't watch it at all. It's all right. I would, I would like to believe not. I would like to believe he's been doing... He's been wrestling, you know, for over 30 years. Now I'd like to believe at this point in his career, he is actually trying to get the young guys over.
1: But I even though I he can't... buried MJF for the predominant amount of time. Yeah. You... I I can't
2: I can't say that for true, for realsies, you know.
1: That's fair. The highlight of this primer has to be that Chris um Ricky Starks basically said uh because uh the week so. Uh, for context, the week before Chris Jericho lost to a wrestler called Action Andretti, who knows? I heard about this. I
2: I heard about this. it was all over Twitter. People were losing their fucking minds. I'm like, this, this is like their one, two, three kid Razor Ramon moment. Like, yeah, it, uh,
1: that's, yeah, that's kind yeah. of what the, it the comes to. The biggest upset of the decade is what AEW are calling it.
2: <laughs> I mean, that's no more hyperbole than you know, Edge and Randy Orton having the
3: best wrestling match ever. <laughs>
1: so, I mean. It is Edge and Randy Orton, so I'm inclined to believe.
3: We're only two years into this decade. How can it be the fucking biggest upset?
1: That's exactly why it is the biggest upset, because no doubt in the next eight years, there will be much more intriguing upsets. Um,
3: Yeah, AEW will collapse.
1: Yeah, I mean, the highlight of this was Ricky Starks, who verbally eviscerated Chris Jericho. For anyone who's seen it, Uh, he said, I really appreciate the fact that you are constantly evolving, Chris. You used to look like an air fryer. Now you look like a single father on his fifth divorce. (laughs) Uh, And then also referred to uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society said the J in JS should stand for Jobber which of course then <laughs> incited a huge Jobber chart from the crowd. Uh, Ricky Starks absolutely fucking killed it uh, and then the man whose gimmick is that he's in love with his hat, Jake Hager jumped Ricky Starks from behind who was then saved by none other than Action Andretti <laughs> who've chased off the entire Jericho Appreciation <laughs> Society so Ricky Starks oh, and Action Andretti versus the rest of the Jericho Appreciation Society going for
3: I'm, I'm going to quote you, sir. The fucking state of it.
1: Jake Hager's gimmick is that he loves his bucket hat. This is legitimately a thing. His gimmick now is that he's obsessed with his hat. If people take it off or put it on themselves or throw it on the floor, stamp on everything, he loses his temper and beats them up. That's his he, gimmick.
3: He can get in the bucket and I'll fucking kick it.
1: <laughs> do, 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 do,
3: do, do you remember when he was like trying to be an MMA guy? Oh yeah. And, and and now he's Pers- at, at least that guy. At least the thing with the MMA thing, he'd done Bellator and other things, so there was some legitimacy to it, and you're like, Oh, okay, this guy could actually could actually fight and
1: mess you up. This just makes no sense. It, it it's I mean it's one of those things where I enjoyed the promo segment and if that had been it and they just had the one match and then they move Mm -hmm. on. Cool. You know what they should do. I believe Jericho and uh, Ricky Starks will face each other, each other either next week or the week after something like that. Um, If Ricky Starks just picks up a big win, goes over him and then moves on to other things. Great. But it's going to take a while because the Jericho appreciation society are just a bunch of goobers. I really appreciate the fact Chris Jericho has lost weight. He looks in great condition, um, but at the same time, I don't care. It's it's time for you to move out of the way, mate. I, you know, it, it just feels that way. It feels like it's time. And to be honest, I don't feel like the quality of his matches is any good anymore. They're okay, but they're not at a main event level. Not when you look at the guys in this company who can produce main event level matches. Um, then we had match oh God, number. Sorry.
2: <laughs> oh God, there's more.
1: Oh yeah, there's a lot <laughs> more. That was literally <laughs> the first. That was the first eight minutes of the show. Uh, so uh, then we had number five, match number five in the best of seven series to determine the trio's champions. We had a no disqualification street fight between Death Triangle and the Elite. So Death Triangle are currently three one up. Can anyone take an incredible guess as to who won this? It's
2: really,
1: it wasn't it? The, the, the elitist elitist. So this is where uh, I upset people a lot. This match was fucking garbage. And bearing in mind, this is a match that involved the Lucha Brothers and PAC. That really pisses me off. Um, so this match at certain points had a Christmas tree inserted into it, at which point the members of the elite were whipped into said Christmas tree. Also, we had in the middle of the match, a, a face-off of sorts between Brandon Cutler dressed as a Christmas elf and Alex Abrahantes, or whatever his name is, the manager for the Lucha, he's okay, he's a good talker. I quite like him, actually. Um, and he sprayed uh, hairspray in Alex Abrahantes' face uh, before getting super kicked by Pentagon. Uh, and also I the match. Trust. So, so who likes psychology in their rest of their matches? Because you might want to look away now. So, the end of this match. So, basically, the premise going into this match, right? And I have seen what's been going on in the other matches. So, um... Death Triangle keep cheating by using a ring hammer, you know, the the timekeeper's hammer. So they keep cheating by hitting members of the elite over the head and pinning them. That's been the story. Every single match that I've seen, somebody gets a sneaky pinfall with this heel shenanigans. So Kenny Omega gets hit in the head with a hammer after he's been beaten off and um, kicks out with two, which immediately nullifies that. Then he's put into a crossface of sorts with barbed wire by Pac, He doesn't tap and somehow is able to overcome all of this and pin Ray Phoenix, I believe, for the win. What the Um, fuck? horrendous absolutely horrendous from a psychological standpoint there was no psychology to this match it was a gymnastics fest for half of it it was a clusterfuck and then to add insult to injury death triangle are so infuriated that they just (laughs) randomly beat them up and cause severe blood and bleeding at least on one of the young bucks by using the barbed wire um the barbed wire i believe the barbed wire broom which was inserted by kenny omega because cleaner Yeah, this whole thing from start to finish was appalling. But the reason I bring up the blood is because you would think on a two-hour broadcast on a standard wrestling show that if somebody bled, that would probably be the only real severe gimmick when it comes to assaulting someone, wouldn't you? However, I've got good news for you. Before we get onto that, however, um, how about this whole Best of Seven series for the trios titles?
3: Makes no sense. It really makes no sense.
1: It's solely it... so the elite can get themselves over even more.
2: Oh, easy. They're gonna. Were they ever? Were they down 3-0 at one point? Yeah, uh, they so were down three yeah.
1: one. Yeah, I think they pulled it back to two one. Then Death Triangle went up three one. So now it's down. So they're now just three essentially... two to Death Triangle. Next week it'll be a trio's match, and then if needs be, there will be match number seven, which obviously there will be the week oh, after so that. So th-
2: mm-hmm. essentially, it's gonna be like a reverse sweep. Pretty they, much, they're yeah. gonna end
1: up winning this. Yeah, next yeah, Kenny Omega and... with a sweep.
3: Because <laughs> next uh... week's um next week supposedly four goals count anywhere, and then the week after is January 4th, where Kenny's gonna be facing Osprey at Tokyo Dome.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, that was about the first 20 to 25 minutes of the show. The, um, the booking of still that still an
3: hour and a half. Oh, the,
1: the, there was the booking plenty. of fuck the booking of that match
2: is People shit on the way WWE used to book back in the day, but this is like Summer 2010 when the Nexus should have won and oh. then they didn't. Yeah. Like, like Cena gets DDT'd on the floor, he gets hit by like the 450 or whatever, and then just wins. Cena wins, lol. Elite wins, lol. See, see the parallels, people? By the way, the Young Bucks won
1: with what I believe is the Meltzer driver. <laughs> Oh, but which, by the way, they held, I think, Ray Phoenix up for the Melzer Driver for an incomparable amount of time before they hit it. It was- I ridiculous. mean,
2: one of, the, one of the best athletes in the business had to just stand, sit there for like 20 seconds or whoever it takes because, I don't know, I don't watch this
1: shit and this is why. Big shout-out to John Canton, by the way, who did the review for this on TJR Wrestling. Um, Also, big shout-out to him for clearly not understanding what smart means because, according to him, the hammer spot for a two-count was a smart decision. So, obviously, John Canton not really has any idea what fucking psychology...
3: Because I haven't seen it. Was it just Kenny kicking out, or did someone come in and break it up?
1: No, no, he kicked out.
3: See see that pisses me off what would have been the smart psychology if one of the the young bucks broke up the pinfall because it, it would have been out like... of a hammer
1: shot to the face and then immediately was put in a submission move for a notable amount of time by pack involving barbed wire and didn't tap up uh... it's just so overkill it's ridiculous. it's
3: just it's just like if someone was in there to break it up or at least do something like that I would have been like oh, okay that makes a sense if it's just can you do that then it's like it's like Kyle said, it's John Cena. It's Super Kenny.
1: Of like, uh... absolutely ludicrous. He also did a tribute to Great Muta and did a moonsault holding a dustbin onto one of the members of Death Triangle as well. Um, it, it was it just was generally, it, it was horrible. It was horrible. And what pisses me off is people are going to say, ah, oh, you, you know, people are going to try and defend this. Even the commentators were taking the piss. The, one of the lines, I shit you not was um, when the Young Bucks were being Irish whipped into a Christmas tree was the unforgiving artificial pine
3: needles. (laughs) What the fuck?
1: Yeah. Also, by the way, AEW's commentary, some of the worst in professional wrestling by a margin. And ironically enough, that doesn't include Taz who is excellent. oh so, i hate match. this company so this match finishes with a ridiculously overbooked finish and then we have the death triangle drawing blood from the elite afterwards so what would you follow that up with <laughs> well i'll tell you action andretti is backstage chatting away it's an interview segment basically hyping up the fact i beat chris jericho mm-hmm. last week it was the biggest upset of the decade look at me i'm the newest thing on the block he was then attacked by chris jericho while he was being distracted by Matt Maynard and Angelo Parker, I believe were 2.0 in NXT or whatever they were. Yeah. Um, so guess what Chris Jericho did to Andretti?
3: He's a wizard and he threw a fireball.
1: He threw a fireball in action Andretti's face. A fireball was used oh, wow. in a backstage promo segment
3: the the, mm-hmm. the only thing mm-hmm. that saved that was nyla rose's tweet that i put in the group chat that was the only that thing was that saved
1: this truly incredible yeah like <laughs> yeah about cyclops basically having the ultimate head from gene gray because <laughs> they so she took, got the screenshot of it with the fireball and it looks like it's shooting out of his eyes it's, it's, it's really so good yeah that was easily probably the highlight of all of aew this week was nyla rose's <laughs> fantastic tweet um Yeah, that was that was something. Oh, by the way, before that, we also had a backstage promo with MJF talking about how much he hates Brian Danielson because Brian Danielson chased him off after he beat Ricky Starks and he's infuriated. So that means we've already had three promo segments, one involving a fireball, and we've had a match involving a Christmas tree. So it's time for another promo. Brian Danielson is in the ring with Renee Paquette. And essentially spends five minutes trying to explain away why he still loves William Regal and how the storyline has evolved from William Regal turned on them to actually William Regal did that because he wanted to teach them a lesson about how anyone at any point can turn on them in the hope that it would bring them together more. So Brian Danielson comes out and says, I don't think that we're the Uter and John Moxley will ever forgive William Regal. But for me, he's a father figure. So (laughs) that seems fine, does it? No, <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind it. It kind what? of makes, it makes sense in a way. But it's, it it's... doesn't make sense. It's a terrible fucking they're doing mental gymnastics to try and get away from the fact that Winnie Regal basically got out of his contract, That's which true. apparently had an opt-out. That was part of the news. Yeah. And now he's gone back to WWE because he wants to help manage his son's career, which is absolutely yeah. fine. Um, Brian Danielson was then interrupted. Who do you think interrupted Brian Danielson? Raggedy bitch. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. I don't know. <laughs> all ego, Ethan Page and Stokeley halfway. Remember uh, what All Ego, Ethan Page was good? You remember the these guys? Yeah. You remember <laughs> these guys? And then he left Josh Alexander, and it all went downhill from Fuck. there. So mm-hmm. he comes out and says, basically, Brian because De- Brian danielson looks like he's going to be the next contender to MJF's heavyweight title, and he says, why should you get a title shot? Last time I checked, I was in the final two of the knockout tournament, which by the way, he lost to Ricky Starks. And then he was in the final two of the Diamond Ring Battle Royale. And of course, that is his premise for it. Oh, but the killer insult here is that he calls Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson a vegetable man. calls oh, him did... a vegetable man but then it, follows it, it up.
3: He's, he's vegan,
2: right? Is that what, is that what yes. the shot did? Yeah, you?
1: that's, that's okay. the gimmick. That's, that's I... apparently the joke. Uh, Daniel Bryan, to be fair, uh, returns fire and says that he didn't quite hear what he said because the crowd were calling them assholes and also that he was distracted by the incredible amount of shine from Stokely Hathaway's bold head, at which point Stokely Hathaway stares at Brian Danielson and just says, you raggedy bitch, which I thought was very funny. It's so, so good. Said... Right, by the way, Stokely Hathaway, one of the best mouthpieces in professional wrestling. Yeah. And here he is as... Ethan Page's manager. Really? The man who doesn't need anyone to speak for him. Yeah. It makes no sense. You fucking gimps. It pisses me off. So that's another promo segment. Uh, and by the way, there was not really anything else from that. Um, The only thing I will say is that Ethan Page said, no, no, the reason I called you a vegetable man is because if you keep pissing me off, I'm going to turn you into a vegetable. So... <laughs> Taking shots oh, at handicap people as well, apparently. Whatever is what it is. Uh, so it's going to be Daniel Bryan or Brian Daniston, should I say, versus Ethan Page at some point. I'm sure that match will be absolutely brilliant. But at the same time, this fucking state of it uh time for another promo backstage promo with oh, John. Moxley. christ no. mighty. <laughs> why so no. many promos oh no trust me we're not we're just getting started here pal so john moxie's backstage and cuts a promo a promo on hangman adam page nothing wrong with this to be fair absolutely fine short and sweet then we have another promo this time i'm going from- to kill myself <laughs> i'm with kyle i'm with kyle then we Stop. have a backstage we not even a backstage promo but we have what is essentially a christmas promo where samoa joe sits at home with a christmas tree behind him and says hi i just want to wish wardlow a happy holidays this year and to be fair i thought that was fine too it was about a minute long it was absolutely fine building up the fact that on december the 28th they are facing each other i do believe for the uh, tnt championship which of course is now held by samoa joe alongside the ring of honor television championship so samoa joe doing okay so that's oh, that's do i didn't even know that was a thing so some you know that's that's okay so it's time for some wrestling don't worry though it's not very long hook the exodus prime who has never wrestled in aw before some random guy from the indies in the about 35 thing? seconds with the red rum submission uh yeah who's who's hook uh tazzy's son oh i know that, like, that? Oh, okay cool yeah send hook send hook apparently um but that was
3: robin williams
1: yeah, I, I, I don't know. So, what do you think came after this, boys? It's time for another promo segment. This time... oh! Um, <laughs> so, Big Bill and Lee Moriarty beat up Jungle Boy Jack Perry backstage and choke slammed him into a dumpster. So we are still in our number one and we've had a fireball, a Christmas tree, a barbed wire fucking broom. We've... We've... Jesus, and now I <laughs> slam into the dumpster. They, uh, yeah, no, I'm starting to really get on board with Carl Wilkinson's choice of lifestyle. Um, yeah, no, ridiculous. Is, is that lifestyle
2: uh, killing myself?
1: <laughs> yeah, this is awesome. By the way, Hook was in the ring while this was happening and they were basically taunting him. Hook's reaction to this was to casually then stroll backstage.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah keep going Beer, because that's yeah. not going to get us fucking taken off the air is it uh, <laughs> so time for some more wrestling john moxley is in action carl wilkinson i'll give you 20 fucking dollars or whatever you want currency wise right now if you can tell me who john moxley faced i don't know Danhausen, his wife yeah you know what it's the right Letter at least, no, it's not his wife. Uh, John Moxley faced the less interesting part of top flight, Darius Martin, in a singles oh, match I tell you that. which had quite literally no athleticism whatsoever. Uh, the whole idea was that John Moxley, so, um, John Moxley had Cesaro at ringside, and of course, Dante, I think, is it Dante Martin? Uh, he was at yeah. ringside, uh, Dante, whatever his name is, um, the flippy guy. Uh, so they were both at ringside. This match was. Average, it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't great. I didn't get the psychology. Then they tried to actually have some psychology. Problem is, and this is where AW gets exposed with their wrestling. So Darius Martin basically was trying to go punch for punch with John Moxley. That was the idea. The story here was: I'm not gonna let you just beat me up and bully me because you're this big powerful street fire. By the way, even though John Moxley and Cesaro haven't forgiven William Regal, they're still wearing Blackpool Combat Club. Uh, jackets which they're still a part of even though literally it's called Blackpool Combat Club because William Regal was from Blackpool so what you're saying is we hate him but we still love the gimmick, we still want to be called Blackpool Combat Club which is fucking dumb and makes no sense, Uh, this match was boring is what it was, Uh, Darius Martin did no flippy shit whatsoever Mm. None, which exposed him badly because he looked like an unbelievably boring wrestler. And by the way, he has the charisma of a walnut. Sorry, lads, you're a very talented athlete. But yeah, no, nothing going on here. Stick to tag team wrestling. John Moxley, of course, picks up the win, uh, hitting the death rider for the um, pinfall. Yeah,
3: i um, um, nah. There it, was no build to this, by the way. The, it, it's, it, it's just. Why are they still called Blackpool Combat Club? When Regal's not there. Just change the gimmick name. We'll just get rid of it.
1: Well, I'll tell you what was next, buddy. <laughs> oh, no, no.
3: I, I'm reading it, and actually, this one actually sounds pretty fucking cool.
1: And so, like- there were two videos. Uh, one was the hype for the main event, which was for the women's title, between Hikaru Shida and Jamie Hayter, uh, which did indeed main event this show. And then we had a video about Powerhouse Hobbs again. We're going every week. They're showing the journey of Powerhouse Hobbs. You know, the God has never been booked properly at all since he got there. Um, so yeah, uh, about his tough upbringing saying he was beaten, stabbed and shot as a child while watching his uncle die of an overdose. Hobbs said they were monsters, but now they have created a monster themselves. He is focused on turning to the next chapter of the book of Hobbs. Up, ups. You said it was potentially good, and then you just yeah, it said it was oh, good. It, is good. it. Uh, sorry, that was
3: good. Sorry, that was a shitty pun. No, nah, it sounded cool. Really?
1: It. it feels like he's been built okay, and people are trying to feel it, see him more as like this sympathetic powerhouse, this guy from the streets. That's cool. But until I actually see him do anything prominent or win at a prominent match or do anything even remotely notable, I do not give a fucking shit. We've
3: already got like a sympathetic kind of big guy in Eddie Kingston because of how real he is. So he's
1: not a big guy. I'm sick and tired of people yeah. saying he thinks he's a big guy. He's not he's, yeah, not. he's not. he's not. like big, big, but he's got like the yeah, please, like come on, look at look at fucking Wardlow, oh, look yeah. at Samoa Joe, look at Powerhouse Hobbs. Now look at and, and by the way, I love Eddie Kingston who, uh, by the way, is still noticeably absent from said show. Uh, then <sighs> we had a tag team match involving FTR. Of course, this would be amazing, right? Because it's FTR. It's not, is it? Yeah, well, do you know what? Who, you guess who their opponents were?
2: Was it the uh, the Ass Boys? I don't know, man. Was, oh, my God! Right? Oh, it was the Club. $20 to Carl Wilkinson, even though I didn't bet it. Fuck it. I'll send you twenty dollars as a Christmas present. Uh, dude, can, can, is, is, it, is it like 20 of my dollars? These hey, look, ones? that's
1: that's <laughs> literally wow. That is <sighs> I mean, that would arguably be the entire payday for a year for an entire roster down south in UK wrestling. But yeah, that's oh, they're, 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 there's over there's over like two grand in here. I'm saving. That, that is a, a lot, lot of cash. <laughs> that's and, a lot. Yeah, Carl Wilkinson that, makes it he's got he's got a giant wad of cash to his right, and to his left, he has a giant jar of wheat. <laughs> what? Come on, man. pile
3: <laughs> the and it And so
1: much more entertaining than anything I saw on Dynamite. <laughs> well, well, welcome to Canada. So, so, two things that Carl Wilkinson will love about this. First of all, the match was bang average. It was given two and a half stars by TGR Wrestling, which tells you everything you need <laughs> to know. But get this, Carl Wilkinson. The Gun Club defeated FTR.
0: What do you mean? <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's not real. That's, no, That's it's not, not
0: real. real. FTR, no.
2: correct me if I'm wrong. Are there, so I, I know they lost the Ring of Honor Tag Championship to the which I was a bagger. I'm sure. Aren't they still... Are they still IWGP Heavyweight yeah. Champions? By the way, they okay. got
1: outsmarted by the guns who cheated to win. Yeah, FTR not real. got not outsmarted. Real. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, well, don't good accept news. that. So now we need to double down on more promos. <laughs> so, first of all, we had, I kid you not, a rap video involving Jay Lethal, Sanjay Dutt, Satnam Singh, and Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> Fuck me. or Sanjay Dutt rapped horribly, might tie add. That was a thing. While Jeff Jarrett stands there looking like a 1940s black exploitation, that pimp. just that just sounds like
3: an advertisement for majority of Bollywood films. It would
1: look like an advertisement for Viagra, is what it did when I saw Jeff Jarrett <laughs> standing there with a massive chode. Like loo- slap nuts, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, no. To be fair, his slap nuts T-shirt, by the way, looks very good. I do want that, if nothing else. Um, then we had the ultimate promo because what's better than bad rapping with indians more things involving cultural appropriation so keith lee and swerve strickland talk with rick ross keith lee comes down to the ring he's introduced by rick ross grammy award-winning rick ross did you know that carl wilkinson big fan of i don't even know who that is i know the name but I don't Imagine if is. Keith Lee didn't wrestle and just decided to be a rapper/slash musician instead. That's what Rick Ross is, essentially. Um, so the, the idea is that uh, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland are gonna thrash out their differences. No, they're not because big motherfucker. <laughs> so Swerve Strickland comes down and is I like Swerve Strickland a lot, mm. big fan. Um, and I like Keith Lee a lot, to be fair. These are the people I like, and I don't dislike Rick Ross, even though the crowd did not give a fucking shit about this guy. So both of these individuals are drawing well I say that Keith Lee's standing there looking like a goober. Uh Swerve Strickland basically says a load of stuff to him. And then guess who attacked Keith Lee from behind Carl Wilkinson? Oh, I bet you can't wait for this.
2: I think I saw I thought it was with Parker Boudreaux, wasn't it?
1: Parker Boudreaux formerly of NXT where he was a colossal failure and had his head shaved and was part of Joe Gacy's faction he jumped Keith Lee from behind he was woefully unsuccessful and beaten up and then a random heavily tattooed man attacked Keith Lee from behind who I have never seen before he looked like Post Malone on steroids because apparently all the raps um not particularly understanding what the fuck this was all about uh, rick ross said it was mogul affiliates so that's the group name apparently and rick ross aligned himself with swerve strict and parker boudreaux and random steroid man from post malone's house and that is a new faction in a company that doesn't obviously have that many no they could have one another another one, oh, uh, another um... one. I hope you're not losing the will to live because it's still time for another one. Joke's on oh, you. I never had it. <laughs> no. Well, there was a promo to promote AEW Rampage. That was acceptable, I guess. And then finally, mercifully, we get to our main event. Jamie Hater with Britt Baker and Red Bull at ringside defending the AEW Women's Championship against Hikaru Shida or Hikaru I'm sure Shida. this was
2: awesome. This I'm was sure this X. was really good. It was yeah. excellent.
1: This was great. This was wrestling. And also it was about 20 minutes long. There was no bullshit. It was a clean finish. Jamie Hayter beat her with the most violent lariat I have ever seen. Unfortunately, they can't just leave it at that because that would be too much fun, wouldn't it? Closing the show with a dominant, new, exciting, fresh talent who's your new women's champion. That sounds good. However, we've still got time to have Tony Storm run down and interfere to only get jumped by Britt Baker and Rebel, and then they all get the save from Soraya, who then comes down as well to make the save and chases them off, Um, leaving three women staring down three other women as AEW Dynamite mercifully, thankfully, God willing, goes off the air. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was two hours of professional wrestling brought to you by aw darling Tavia, stop doing that (laughs) stop it it's over i don't have to do it it's that that was so um gentlemen um you know judging from what you've just heard and bearing in mind i was the one who had to sit there and i didn't have to sit there and watch it but i did um and was As you can imagine, apoplectically furious by the end other than the main event, which well done, ladies. Oh, by the way, funny that your women were easily the most exciting part of the show. Hmm. Weird that it's almost like if you actually book them properly, they could get over and by Ooh. the way, the crowd gave them a standing ovation at certain points during the match because nice. they were kicking the shit out of each other. By the way, here Shida with the shorter hair, looking more trim. That we're colouring, yes, yes, girl, she's looking fly. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. all these ladies. She pretty- amazing. Yeah, she's she's pretty, pretty, pretty awesome. As to be said, she's really grown. On- Ironically enough, she's grown on me now that she's not doing anything. <laughs> go figure um yeah what do you what do you think boys aw dynamite yeah 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 this uh, car walks in uh drawn you in to watch dynamite or rampage yeah
2: um i've never watched the episode of rampage because it's on friday nights at 10 o'clock so uh, you can gargle my ballsack at my watching wrestling at 10 PM I
1: mean some me. people some people might be inclined, it has to be said.
2: <clears throat> I mean,
1: if I did there, it's been over. Certainly seven a better use of my fucking time than watching <laughs> this steaming pile of shit. By the way, John Canton, obviously a hardcore AEW mark. Nothing wrong with you liking what you like, but your opinions are terrible, <laughs> sir. So maybe stick to whatever the day job is. Cause if this is what you do full time, holy cow, you must be homeless.
3: You know I mean, what you could have done? You could have watched Savage Pro four times.
1: Get out. <laughs> can, Get out. Can we,
3: out. Can we talk about can, yeah, can, can,
0: no,
2: can, can we talk about the fact that Suzuki Goon's no longer a thing?
1: That what's no longer a thing?
2: Suzuki Goon. Apparently they're
3: not a thing. Yeah, fact they disbanded either. today. It was really it was really quite emotional. Oh, Zach Sabre Jr. pitting Minoru Suzuki.
1: our faces, faces. Yeah. But oh. Do you know what, boys? I'm going to brighten your day. Yay! Please, please do.
2: We've a yes, bit Daddy of trivia. Nix, yes.
1: Who wants a bit of trivia? Yeah, Yay. let's do it. So. Roddy Piper is one of only nine legends who have appeared on WWE and WCW's biggest shows in the same year. Roddy Piper may never have won a world title, but it's a broad consensus that Hot Rod never needed gold to cement his legacy. Piper has done plenty that only few wrestlers can claim, including being one of only nine individuals to appear on WWE WrestleMania and WCW Starrcade. No Googling, gentlemen. But for the next few minutes, I will allow you to attempt to name the other eight individuals involved. I'm so to... so
2: let, let's just get the parameters set. It's eight, did these people never won a world title?
1: Uh, no, they just appeared on both WrestleMania and... Was
3: it on the same, in the same year that they appeared on both? No.
1: They don't have okay. A okay so just so a, in just their career, okay, so in uh, their Bret career, Hurt. they appeared at WCW Starcade and WrestleMania. They may have won world championships. They may have not. The fact that Roddy Piper never won a world title is completely but, but crap. Um, inconclusive. From this, okay, previous.
3: so uh, Bret Hart, Bret, Hart. Bret Hart. Sting.
1: So we got um, three because obviously we mentioned. Uh, Luka, really. I'm assuming.
2: Ooh. I'm assuming Hogan. Yes. I'm assuming so, Ric Flair.
1: Ric Flair, yes. Uh, uh, Savage. Yep, Savage. I'm gonna Savage, throw it out. It Savage was actually, I believe, the third man to do so. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he jumped to WCW before Hogan yeah. Or just I actually, after no, Hogan. he didn't. Believe it or not. No, actually. So there's really one guy, I, there's one guy here that I reckon might stub stump you I'm, I'm so gonna... we've got so so far we've got Roddy Piper, Randy Savage, Hulk Hogan, Sting, Ric Flair. That's five. You need four more. I'm gonna
2: oh, no, I said Brett. I said Brett, I think. Yeah, I said Brad Hart.
1: Oh, so you know I think
2: you said no to Savage and yes to Hart.
1: Uh, no, no, Savage did appear. Okay, actually, yeah, Savage definitely appeared at both. Yeah, okay, and gonna... Red Hart. So you only need three, don't you?
3: I'm gonna throw one out there. It may seem like an oddball one. Dustin Rhodes, no, oh, okay, and WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Are we saying Scott Hall and Razor Ramon are the same or different? Because Did they appear at both? I'm or just looking at you. See, at the both?
1: problem is they haven't given it to us as an actual list. They've just got it in a paragraph, which is really fucking
2: Oh, oh that's annoying. That is <laughs> that is very annoying.
1: Um, he's not on this list. Okay. Who was the one I you mean... picked? Sorry?
3: I said uh, Scott Hall Razor
1: Ramon. Yeah, see i find it hard to believe that he wasn't a starcade yeah.
3: yeah
2: there's no way
1: not going to this like, he was
2: uh kevin dash then probably there's no way he wasn't on a starcade
1: not again i'm gonna say R- oh wait sorry oh. sorry we have it here so this idiot website has separated the paragraphs with another article
3: oh what
1: yeah, so right, oh. so uh okay, let's start from the top. So we got Roddy, sorry for everyone listening at home, this is an awful uh, segment. I do apologize. Um, so we have Roddy Piper, that is correct. Who else did you say? Uh we had Bret Hart. Bret Hart Bret, is correct. Hogan. We had Ho- Hulk Hogan. That's free, that's correct.
2: Uh, we said Savage. 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 Savage,
1: that's four, that's uh, correct. Sting. Sting, that's five, that's correct.
0: Rick Fleur. I yep, mean, that Rick has Clare.
1: to be right. Yeah, yep, Ric Flair, correct. So that's... Um,
3: I... How
1: many is that? Six or seven? Uh, six. six. I think that's six. six. And okay,
3: then cool. Kyle said... Uh, so Dustin Roach
1: is correct, by the way. Oh, yay. <laughs> so that's, yeah, so seven. that's seven. So you got two more.
3: Then Kyle said uh, Kevin Nash.
1: No. Okay. Really? I uh, find that hard to believe. There's no uh, way Nash didn't
2: wrestle at a star
1: that's what I find very hard
3: Can... to. Can I'm gonna say one, and I don't know if he wrestled at WrestleMania. Vader? No. Okay. No, he wrestled, he
2: wrestled at SummerSlam. I know for sure. Oh, okay.
3: Yeah, I was gonna say SummerSlam. that was the, that was when I was yeah.
2: iffy about of like, did he yeah. wrestle at Mania or SummerSlam '96 okay. with Michaels? I remember
1: that. What one. what kind of queers the field with this is they're saying legends, but then Kevin Nash would technically, class as a legend. Oh, but... definitely. So no. So the only other okay. two names I have here now I apologize for anyone who's watching because so, there's probably more. Is there the but...
3: ringmaster? Stone uh, no, Austin. No. Okay. No.
1: See, so again, oh. I'm pretty sure he wrestled a Star with Pillman as the blonde, Hollywood Blunts.
3: Oh, definitely.
1: Yeah. Must have. Rick Rude? What We'll do for next week. We will revisit this with the entire list that I can find.
2: Sweet.
0: Yeah.
1: Or we'll just do the wrestle plug quiz early. Bucket, <laughs> yay! Yeah. Right, like, so there, I, there there are two other individuals here that I have written in this article. Starcade
3: and Mania. Now, Star Starcade's were
2: also they go back like NWA, do they not? Or is this just WCW? one of these? Is a
1: bit cheap because he did not technically wrestle. At Starcade, I think he might have wrestled at some point, but he was a supporting role, so he was like a manager of sorts. Not Jimmy Hart. No,
3: not Heenan.
1: Maybe it's people who are officially in the actually, no, because Kevin Nash is in the WWE Hall of Fame, so that wouldn't make yeah. sense either.
3: Hmm. That yeah, this is stump is <clears throat> not Legion of Doom. No. Uh, fudge. I can't think.
2: Yeah, because I don't think Sergeant Slaughter did. Nope.
3: Yeah, and it wouldn't be...
2: I don't know if he wrestled at Starcade. Eddie Guerrero? Nope. Okay. You see, I would have said Benoit, but there's no way they call Benoit legend.
1: When I no say way. no, it has to be pointed out. Well, again, I'm pretty sure Benoit wrestled at Starcade.
3: Yeah, well,
1: that's definitely. what I'm thinking. I'm thinking I'm now sure. of like the. Right, Crystal just, just so we, just so we can clarify this. By the way, Wrestling Inc. is the article, and you would think they would have their shit together, but right now they have it, the written right here is nine legends who appeared on WWE and WCW's biggest shot Ah, hmm? so this is my <laughs> this is a terrible segment. I might have to edit it here this way. So it is nine individuals who appeared in the same year. <laughs> oh. Oh. My apologies, ladies and gentlemen. So you are missing two individuals and uh, basically all the names that have named, no, that isn't correct. So you're looking for... So that's my fault. I'm. um, Yeah, no, I've really royally fucked this. I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. You're looking for nine individuals who have wrestled at WrestleMania and Starcade in the same year or been involved because one of these individuals didn't wrestle at both in the same year. So Mm.
2: to clarify, WrestleMania is usually like beginning of spring. Kind of like end of March, April.
1: About March, April. End of the year. Yeah.
2: Okay. So. So, but all the ones we've given are still correct.
1: Here, stop that... Googling it. No, I'm not. I'm thinking... always hearing clicking in the background. So,
3: I'm trying to think of main events. Of Mania. And who could have. Well, it doesn't necessarily have. No, to be no they event. weren't
1: involved in the main event. They were just. Yeah. Oh, they were
3: just at. At the event,
1: they were part oh. of the show. They might have been one of them, was a manager for one of these shows and wrestled for a number of the other, and the other one wrestled for both. In See, the same, I, year. I,
2: I, Starkade, I, Starkade's older than me, isn't it? Because it was, it was also NWA, like I'm NWA, gonna, WCW. I'm
3: gonna throw it out there. It's, pro- it's probably wrong. Owen Hart,
2: no, okay, Dusty, Dusty Rhodes, no,
1: Dusty. No. No. Not in the same year. Uh,
3: no, fair enough. Oh, fudge. It stumped me. See, I'm trying it's to think of a uh, hot Foundation. I'll give you a clue. Now.
1: One of them has been mentioned on this podcast already. I'm going to say Dynamite Kid. No. Okay. Was it Jarrett? Jeff Jarrett. Was it Jeff Jarrett? Jeff Jarrett. Yes. Oh, eight. damn. And you're left so with, with one. A so WWE that's the rest Hall, of, this Hall be the... of Famer.
2: Hall of Famer. That does dare it down, kind of even though when he got to
1: it. WCW, he was a, in a management role
2: like behind the scenes or on was camp? he? Was on I camp. know it's a Hall of Famer, was he big in WWE? Or
1: this guy was pretty big in WWE, I'd say. Okay. He also okay. shares the same birthday as me,
3: same birthday. Not that, that it means it was anything
1: Teddy. to anyone, but I was born on January 18th. Okay.
3: I love that it was Teddy Long.
1: <laughs> That's Eerily close,
3: Teddy long early. Wait, wait, so Alice?
1: warm, it's unbelievable, but not for the reason you might think.
3: Oh, Matt,
1: because well, I'm thinking manager because you said what was a I
3: don't know why I'm wrestler? thinking I of I psycho sid Jared, for some reason.
1: Psycho sid, no, mm.
2: yeah, you said one was a manager, one was a wrestler. Jarrett was a wrestler, so clearly the one that's a yeah,
1: Jarrett wrestled at both in the same year. Wait. This guy. Oh,
3: who wrestled Hogan at one of the main eaters? Tra- was it? I mean, a lot of people wrestled Hulk Hogan at the to
1: Fudge. What's his name? The individual involved was a manager at Starcade, but I believe... Oh, actually, no. He was a manager at both. He's a manager at both? Now, I could tell you who he was supporting, but that would give it away.
2: <laughs> yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah. But Teddy Long... Is the Super clues? In... It's very close, I think. Yeah. Wait, long. and when you hear why, you'll know Teddy why. Long.
3: So Theodore Long, Long. <laughs>
1: <That's> <laughs> I'm just trying watching. to break you, I'm down. What... Yeah. What is the... yeah. Long. Long. Oh, ruler. Oh, wait. Oh, Ming the Merciless. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> Starts the L. I'm.
3: Um, what? I mean, wait, that might not G- be true.
2: Hey. I don't think it was, because it would have been Tony there.
3: I'm going to throw it out there because it's just come to mind. Lex Luger? No. Okay.
2: Oh, well, you got hyped there for a second. I saw it in your eyes.
3: Yeah, I I, I, I was like, mental gymnastics. I was like, is it Luger? <laughs> no. no, Luger was also
2: never a manager.
3: Oh, I thought
2: you might have a, in a really good set.
1: trivia for after this, by the way. So hopefully you're playing along at home after the terrible start. So I apologise for that. One man left. Do you want do you want me to let you know? Because we could be here for a while, I've You Yeah, one give, more guess like... each. It's a okay. WWE. Oh, is, it, um,
3: is it the guy who managed AOP?
1: No. Okay.
2: Which is Paul Allerin, by the way.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I blanked who? on his Oh, uh, do you remember when the, the NXT crowd chanted Who Are You? Fuck those guys.
2: Oh yeah, oh, Rachel, Rachel piece of shit. Yeah.
1: And then Kevin Um, Owens chastised them online, which I thought was brilliant. He's a WWE Hall of Famer. He was a manager to one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. And he was also the manager in WCW of what many people would argue is the greatest faction of all time.
2: Oh, fuck me. I. uh... And JJ by the Dillon? way, in
1: the same year he was manager to the individual that many would say went on to become the greatest WWF wrestler of all time, and he was the manager for the greatest faction in WCW history. Wait, I'm
2: trying to think what, of... Would that, be, would that be J.J. Dillon?
1: No, but that is a Wait. really good shout. Carl,
2: he, who managed Mr. Perfect? He didn't manage was, Mr. Um... Perfect.
0: Oh, bold.
1: Not that I'm aware of. If he did, it was for a very brief run but it's not prominent
2: because it was the brain with i'll give you a clue uh, Perfect.
1: he was the manager of the all-time one what many people would say is the all-time greatest main eventer in wwf history before he broke out with what he was most famous for <clears throat> what the fuck you got 20 seconds boys
3: yeah. Um. I I don't know. It's gonna it's gonna like slap me in the face when I hear oh, it. Oh,
2: definitely. I'm gonna be so mad when I don't get it. But I don't yeah. think I know.
1: No, we're giving up. Yeah, I'm tapping out. Yeah, I'm tapping out. Do you, do you want? Do you Your your kick yourself. Can you start?
3: give us the name of the individual who? You no, do, what, no, no, what? no, no,
1: no, no, no. Of like the wrestler. Who no. Be, the, well, that will give it away. Oh, but okay. Fair was, enough. Rather famously, the manager. Of the ringmaster, Stone Cold Stevens.
2: Oh,
1: oh it's Polly Dangerously, mm-hmm. isn't it? No, Ted DiBiase, dollar man, Ted DiBiase, oh, oh, fuck Ted DiBiase. Yeah, 10 yeah. Damn. So, there you go. Right, do you want to redeem yourself, boys? Yes, boys, if you can name the 10 wrestlers that have main evented WrestleMania three or more times. Roman Reigns. Uh, Roman Reigns (laughs) is one. Austin, Rock. Austin Austin and Rock. There you go. That's Triple H. Hold on. Hold on because the list is quite long here. So I need to. It would be so much easier if I just wrote these down (laughs) beforehand. So the Rock's in there. Uh, Who else have we got? Austin. Yeah. Yeah. We said Rock, Austin. Hogan. 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 Reigns.
2: Reigns. Undertaker.
1: Undertaker. What was the yeah, one? I said, said
2: Triple H. Triple
1: H. Wait, one second.
2: He's got at least three that I can think of off the top of my head.
1: Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, Triple H is second in the list with seven main events at WrestleMania. Okay. Uh, did we say John Cena? You said Hulk Hogan. He's number one with eight. Uh, Roman Reigns is number three with six. Undertaker is number four with five. Uh, who else did you say? The Rock. He's at number seven with five. I mean technically they're tied. Yeah, Austin, Austin well. is at number nine with four.
2: And he only had four, really. Did... I guess three with the rocket, one with Kevin Owens.
1: Yeah. Did yeah, Cena? Did Cena have? Cena's, yep, yeah, Cena's here. He's number five with five main events. The rest of the
3: okay. I'm gonna...
1: You're only missing you're missing three.
3: I get the feeling it's wrong. I'm gonna throw it out there. Randy Orton no. Okay. uh Well, Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels with five. <laughs> Bret Hart.
1: Bret Hart
2: is in here. He's got with probably three. Four.
1: He had three. Oh, yeah.
2: I I said four, which is pretty good guess.
1: So we've got one left. You got one left.
2: Uh, main eventing WrestleMania.
1: I'm gonna say Brock. Bingo! Brock Lesnar yeah, with five main events. There Yay. you go. Something a little bit easier for you boys to get tucked into. That was still fun, though.
3: Yeah, we, we, should, do, we
1: should do more of this, shouldn't we? I'll, do you know what I'll do? I'll start <laughs> writing quiz little trivia bits for every week, but we're going to do a dedicated quiz podcast every month involving wrestle plugs co-hosts, because I, I,
2: I think I'm going to be very good. At
1: it. You think you're going to be what, Sorry.
2: I think I'm going to be quite good at that. Mm,
1: well, if know. you turn up, yes.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd have
1: fun with it. There's a list here of every single one of John Cena's title match wins from worst to best. But oh. I thought it was yet. worst.
2: Okay. Is... Um, I want you to tell me if I get his worst one.
1: Okay. Worst one, Ray Mysterio? No.
3: Oh.
2: No, I think his worst one was Greg Holly in 2007. No. Re- uh, actually, that's fair because he actually pulled a good match at his last main stadium match with Greg Holly. I think it was Judge Day 7.
1: But bear in mind this is a subjective list from Wrestling eight. Oh, Definitely. Eight. Number 28 at the bottom and the worst ranked title win of John Cena's career, according to them, is when him and The Miz beat core members Justin Gabriel and Heath Slater for the Tag Team Championships February 21st,
3: 2011. I don't even remember
2: it. <laughs> but that's probably why do, it's near the bottom. Dude, do, do you remember the core? It was after they broke from the Nexus and they're like, oh, we're all going to be equal now. And then Paxi
1: for the core. The Apple core. Apple core is right, mate. Uh, Yeah. I mean, his best. I'm trying
2: to think of his best. His best would probably be against AJ Styles at the Rumble.
1: Uh, Hold on. i need to go back. I was scrolling through for more stuff. Uh, AJ Styles at the Royal Rumble was number two.
2: Really was number number one could have been JBL though because it is. they is they bring
1: JBL that
2: match is garbage it lasted like ten minutes
1: it's because it's his first WWE title win isn't yeah, it yeah it's
3: more so the moment over the actual match
2: <sighs> yeah I guess but the moment and the match against yeah they both the 16th title
3: yeah that That's was his the... record yeah. quote unquote break, I know, I know. win. I know a lot of people with the John Cena AJ Styles feud, they prefer the Royal Rumble match. I love this SummerSlam match more. Right. I really love that SummerSlam match.
1: One more for you boys. It's not trivia as such. Well, I can either keep looking for trivia while you talk amongst yourselves, or mm. we can decide whether we think these are these. these so I have a list here of the most legendary wrestling feuds of all time, and you can either tell me yay or nay, or I can look for an actual bit Let's of trivia. Do that.
2: Let's you do you Yeah, do and like yeah I'll do the
1: feud one. All right. So, this, according to Wrestling Inc., is a list of the most legendary wrestling feuds of all time. And we start with Ricky Steamboat versus Ric Flair. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Daniel Bryan versus The Authority. I'll say yeah as well because. I'm going to say arguably the most overrated. I'm going to say nay. I'm going
2: to say yeah. Say yeah. The, the moment was unreal.
3: That was the thing. It was more actually so... no,
2: because. The match the match of mania was really good, but the title being held up all the time was garbage.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the amount of times he got stitched up was ridiculous. Yeah, it was I'm, just I'm, it, I'm... it was so over the top that I just yeah. lost interest.
2: Yeah, I've talked myself out of it. Today.
1: Mitsuharu Masawa versus Toshiaki Kawada. You know I'm absolutely all Fucking for this. Mark. <laughs> it's I mean, so I...
3: incredible.
1: I don't know, but I wanna say it. I bet the matches are fucking gnarly. Oh, but you they slap.
3: Yeah. When people say about oh Kenny Omega Okada being like the first six star match, no, Masawa Kawada was the first one that Meltzer gave, and it is so fucking good.
1: This this could divide the room. Undertaker versus Brock Lesnar.
3: Nah. I'm gonna say nay, because
1: started off really well. Which one The the had in the sale match from 2000. Yeah, I was gonna say, was that 2003, or is that Oh no, well, this really includes like their that. entire time against each other.
2: I'm still gonna say nay, but it started off super hot, like you said, at no mercy, and then definitely went down the ship.
1: Something that will truly bring joy to Carl Wilkinson's face Kevin Steen versus El Generico. Oh,
2: my Canadian fact- hair can only bleed so much red and white. It's the fact it's
3: still going on to this day.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> probably the greatest long term storytelling. That's gone beyond one company that I've yeah. ever seen.
3: The thing uh, that I
2: love—that's ab- that, clear. Mm-hmm. Demi Zayn and El Generico are clearly two different people. I know
1: what you mean. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, shut well, up,
3: Tammy. So, <laughs> well, we know Steen and Owens are the same person, but Generico's off in an orphanage somewhere, <laughs> I think.
1: John Cena versus Randy Orton.
3: It's, I'm gonna say, yeah. I think I
1: would argue the most overrated rivalry in history that it was just shoved down yeah. our
2: throats yeah i i i gotta go with nay on that i can't hmm.
1: sting versus the nwo
2: the problem is he ended up joining Wolfpack, so i'm gonna have to say nay because if he had stood alone the entire time i would say yay but he didn't
3: i don't know enough so i'm gonna say yay <laughs> yeah, tommy dreamer unacated.
1: versus raven in ecw yeah. Who, who versus Raven? Tommy Dreamer. Tommy oh, Dreamer. Absolutely. Yay. That's a yeah. Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels.
2: Oh yeah. Screwjob. Yeah. Yeah, but that's yeah. the pro that's what that in their last the problem.
1: What is I'm just gonna... that? I mean, they did meet each other a lot. Don't forget WrestleMania 12 Iron Man match. Yeah. I'm so gonna I think I mean I think from a personal hard. standpoint, arguably the greatest rivalry. If you're talking about non K Fade, like they hated
2: yeah. it, I think I'm gonna say nay, and that breaks my heart. Wow,
1: Kenny Omega versus Kazushka Okada.
2: I mean, that has, that that's a yay, yeah,
1: that's
3: a yeah. It, at the time, it was just so good. Bruiser that...
1: Brody versus Abdullah the Butcher.
3: Oh, oh, yes,
1: you want to talk about violence. violence at its peak. Hey, go back and watch those matches. They are something so else. Good. They, they look like proper shoes. If fights. you're squeamish, don't. <laughs> yeah, no, don't. No. Hulk Hogan versus Randy Savage. Mega yep, powers. Yeah, breaking
2: up with the, the mega powers imploding is top.
1: And number one on the list, and pretty obvious for anyone who has a brain, Carl Wilkinson. You can no doubt tell me which one it is.
2: I mean, it's got to be Rock Hogan, doesn't it? it or not Rock Hogan. Rock. Rock, uh, Rock, Rock Hogan.
1: Get I'm in the bin. Lucky,
2: so, Rock, Rock Austin.
1: Austin. Rock in Austin, yes, and is. that's my it. way.
2: And yeah, gotta beat you. I gotta, gotta beat you more than I've needed anything more in my life.
3: It, yeah. It's still the greatest promo for a match ever because it's still. It's like you mentioned a great match promo. People just say "my way," and you know what it means.
2: Yeah, it, it's it's undeniable.
1: Absolutely, you think
3: you're special.
1: So, would you like anything else, or do you want to call it a day there and go to any other business? Is there anything else? There is a list of the most disturbing wrestling matches ever. Uh, That sounds interesting. Can we do a quick preview of something? Uh,
3: Impact Hard to Kill.
1: All right, we'll do a preview of that, and then we'll go to any other business. What we'll do, however, is we shall record straight after this, for separate videos, a few of these lists. Okay.
0: Yeah, I
2: like that. Look at that. We'll go. We'll yeah. start
1: a new segment called the Wrestle Plug List, where we debate whether these lists have credibility or not. Mm. So, that. I assume you've already got the card up.
3: Yep. There's five matches so far.
1: Oh, really? We're previewing a show with five matches. What is this takeover? Where are those? When is Hard to Kill?
3: Uh, it is Friday the thirteenth of January.
1: Spooky. Oh, we're a bit early, aren't we? It's the twenty third of December.
3: We are twenty days early.
1: All right, then tell us what the card is. We won't preview it, but we'll take it. So
3: an... I think you mentioned at the beginning of the pod, um, Josh Alexander v. Bully Ray in the main event.
1: No thank if you. If Josh Alexander loses, I'm
2: gonna kill myself.
3: Uh, that okay, would have said that a lot.
1: Kill Impact Wrestling. Oh,
3: it will. If oh, Bully Ray wins, it'll end Impact. They've built all their credibility up on this, and then if you have Bully Ray win and win, that's it. Like I'm done with Impact. Bring it back TNA. <clears throat> uh match number two on here is Title V career, Jordan Grease versus Mickey James.
1: That'll be great. I, I think that'll slap. Yeah. That'll slap. I do think we, that do we think this is where Mickey James's career ends? I yes. think she I think she wins it. I don't.
3: I think she I He's think has been going a while, it.
1: hasn't she? She's gone a long longer than uh, Ric Flair did when he retired. Yeah. I although think Rick, although technically Ric Flair, well, yeah, the less said about his retirement, the better. I
3: think Mickey James wins it so that whoever beats her gets like a two in one of like I'm the one who retired you and I won the belt.
1: Giselle Shaw, mate. That's who should beat her. That, that's that's who I think it should be. One of the coolest human beings. I love Giselle Shaw so fucking much. Yeah. Amazing. Absolutely yeah. amazing. What else we got?
3: Uh, third match, Eddie Edwards versus Jonathan Gresham. That should just oh. be a that should just be a good
1: match. It's all right, but it's that thing of like I like the- Jonathan Gresham for me is so so superior at Eddie Edwards in, yeah. in terms yeah. of technical wrestling. Eddie Edwards is a great wrestler, by the way. He's really underrated. But he's is he still doing this stupid Tommy Dreamer fucking hardcore gimmick thing with the kendo stick and that? I don't. I, they need to get away I from that. Know. I expect because that has been fucking boring for yeah. the best part of three years. See, I I want that to be good, but
2: I've seen Josh Alexander and Jonathan Gresham, and it wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. Really, uh, really? Yeah, it, I it didn't. You'd think that was would be five last star Destiny hands down? It? No, yeah. it. It felt like it dragged.
1: Really? Yeah.
2: yeah, that's it was upsetting as well. I think they
1: tried to be too clever and go too long.
2: I don't think it went long
1: enough. Oh, okay. Hmm. I don't know if maybe. I assume or, that was or, a it Might have been hurt.
2: Yeah, I don't know if one of them might have been injured or something going in, and they want to keep it short. But it just it did not feel
1: very good.
3: Oh All right, okay. Andy, What else we got? Uh, then you've got the fourth match, which is a fatal four way tag team elimination match, which. Sounds very fun. You've got Motor City Machine Guns. Yes.
1: Uh,
3: You've got the major players, Brian Myers, Matt Cardona.
1: I'll get in the bin.
3: Uh, Heath Ah. Slater and Rhino.
1: I like Heath Slater a lot, and Rhino is a great worker.
3: And then you've got, I think, my favourite tag team going at the moment, Ace Austin
1: and Chris Bay. They're great. Problem is, there's only one really legitimate tag team there, in my opinion
3: Motorcycle Machine Guns.
1: Yeah, like, I mean, you could argue for Cardona and Myers. They did win the tag titles at WrestleMania, but, you know, they. I mean, yeah. are,
3: are
2: Bay and Austin Bullet Club?
1: They are. Yeah,
3: they are Bullet Club, and they were
1: in the final of the Super Junior Tag League, which is huge. They lost to um, Yoshihashi and Leo Rush, didn't
3: they? Uh, yeah, uh, Leo Rush, so uh, Yo and Leo Rush.
1: Oh, Yo and Nero, sorry. Yeah,
3: yeah. Which one? a. Fun no, match. I don't
1: think they all look the same. Before somebody sends me a fucking message about that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and, oh, uh, and then what's the fifth match? A fifth match is
3: one that might excite you.
1: It's an exciting or arouse him.
3: It's the X Division
1: match. Get on with it.
3: Trey Miguel versus Black Taurus.
1: Oh, that's gonna suck. Yeah, oh. like, those two can't wrestle for shit. Like. Rubbish, mate. Rubbish. Especially, okay. especially Trey Miguel, mate. He's got no talent whatsoever. <laughs> that will steal the show, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> that easily steal the show. Like, obviously, uh, I'm being facetious. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, those those two are gonna fuck. I love Black Torres, by the way. I think he's so yeah. fucking good and so underrated. Yeah. yeah, brilliant stuff. Yeah, not bad. Not much of a preview though, because there's only five matches. So <laughs> shut up, Tampa. um Okay. All right. Any other business before we wrap it up? Anything you boys have been up to? Anything you want to talk about? It's Christmas in two days. Anyone? There wanna... was an announcement yesterday. But... What? What announcement? Don't don't know what it was. Yeah. You know anything about it? No idea. Probably something fucking useless involving some bald-headed, glass-wearing gimp. <laughs>
2: Go on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Carl Wilkinson doesn't actually know, I don't think. <laughs> does no, I do. He? I saw it. Oh, okay, oh yeah, cool. I, I saw it. Yeah. Okay. Totally. Well, I'm, I'm dismayed by your lack I'm of marking <laughs> out, so you can suck my dick. <laughs>
2: I'm a piece of shit, but that doesn't mean I don't know things.
1: Yeah, the um, WrestleBlog Pro was announced yesterday. What that entails, yeah, we do not know.
2: <clears throat> but we gotta find, go find out.
1: We gotta find out. Yeah, we are.
2: Gotta learn it. Maybe maybe not today, but you gotta learn someday.
1: Well. It's Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. So have a great Christmas. Um, yeah. whatever you're doing. What are you guys doing? Anything fun? Uh got family over. Should be nice. Look at you showing off with of your family.
3: Sorry. Well,
2: we're in the midst of a giant snowstorm hitting us again. So fuck we'll
1: you and you your well-adjusted family. lifestyle.
2: <laughs> yeah, what's that like? A
0: piece
1: of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm not Oh, I'm so special. I <laughs>
0: have <laughs> Fuck
1: you. <laughs> You know what, just just coming on here, rubbing it in. I'm sorry. I, also, I don't want to be racist, but I mean, I mean, it. I may have family. Course, family.
3: I may have family, but Carl's got weed, so who's the real winner? <laughs> I was
1: gonna say, Carl's sitting there like family. Yeah, fuck that shit. I got weed and I got dollar. <laughs> That's all we need. Yo, Cameron Anderson, right? Fakest gangster on earth. Carl Walker's a legit gangster. Lives in a basement, has dollars <laughs> got a hoodie and a snapback, takes all the boxes, mate. NWA remake incoming. Uh, Kyle is Jesse Pinkman. Straight Pink out of Ontario? Canadian Ice Cube. <laughs> straight, out, straight out of Ontario. Crazy uh, motherfucker ice, named ice, Kyle. Ice Cubes are mandatory in Canada, mate. Especially <laughs> right now.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, we're getting uh it's snow snowing super hard but it's like still plus degree like plus I'm told that apparently a you had a,
1: is that right so um one of my um friends told me recently that canada had a minus 55 wind chill or something
2: oh, i mean it's possible i, I don't think that's i've ever had
1: that's like antarctic levels of gold
2: yeah i i would definitely mention if i ever had antarctic
1: levels maple syrup in the maple jelly like, that's Unbelievable. It would get so
2: cold that like molasses.
1: Is there maple syrup jelly?
2: I don't know. I You guys just it was... put it in everything. I mean it's ejected into my veins for
1: sure. That's fair. That's fair. Tam
3: before we wrap it up. Um I haven't got anything.
1: Thanks. Just Merry Thanks Christmas, to...
3: everyone! If you celebrate Merry it. Christmas. From if Ra- you celebrate it,
1: <laughs> yeah. If you, <laughs> that's such a yeah. That's why AW Dynamite was called Holiday Bash and not Christmas Bash. And then somebody, I think it was Adam Wessex implied that Vince McMahon owns the copyright to the word Christmas. What the? <laughs> f- that's what why, wrestling. A- I've got this image of Vince McMahon I'm like shut it down. I own Christmas, you son. I a-. own Christmas. I own. Chris Kringle, my dick, Linda. <laughs> Linda's Mrs. Claus. Oh, God. Can you imagine? Nobody wants to see her box, Christmas box. <laughs> I don't care how many bows you put on that box. That is a wilting present. <laughs> I mean, Trump might be interested, but. Trump, yeah, grab a bottle of pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Donald Trump, you prebubescent, man child, tangerine skinned, leathery faced cunt. <laughs> Uh, hey guys that's all i got Now, uh, ladies and gentlemen have a wonderful christmas from everyone involved at wrestle blog if you've been offended by any of this content first of all it's 18 plus. plus second of all you have a choice and third of all go fuck yourself you fucking melts um you know what it's. We've always been this way, and we continue to be this way. It's an uncensored, unfiltered platform, as it always will be. WrestlePlug Pro, however, will not be. It will be a family-friendly establishment, and we will make sure that we adhere to a certain amount of rules, including our first-ever main event, which will involve Carl Wilkinson versus Tamvir, Birdie, and a maple syrup death Match.
2: I mean, he's already lost.
1: Yeah, he is. Yes. He's, not, he's not very good at hearing, is he? No,
2: that's why... That's because I've filled his head with maple syrup.
1: I said Carl Wilkinson versus Tanvir Verde. Oh. Uh, and he goes, Who, you? me or Cam? Oh, you're fucking up. Ladies sorry. and gentlemen, thank you very much for watching the State Wrestling Address. We will catch you very soon for more content from the WrestleBlog.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so put your hand down. You can't do that.
1: Yeah, you're not you're not part of this club. No. Yeah, you're not a gangster rapper from Canada. Get out of here. Mm. MC Pharaoh coming at.